0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Com
2: slash score.
0: Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is A lot of people have been reading about the tension. And I said previously that we were going down our path, they were going down theirs. And today, that tension goes away. The litigation is dropped. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. It's less about how people respond today, and it's all about how people respond in 10 years. When they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there'll be a lot of smiles on people's faces. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face. I'm say Arkansas and Joe Franklin
3: we won't go on the shell, we won't go in attack mode. because That's what's required.
1: On a
0: one oh three seven, the buzz. My
1: boobay takes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a wealthy girl with my base stuff. I know that is good. What you said is on my taste, but I can't wait to betty. you let me do the extra pull up for your black and break it down. We play trust I AM to the My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a little baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Hold up. Sit Hold up. down. Hold up. Hold up. Be humble. Hold up.
4: Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a wide-open Wednesday, folks. So anything in the sports world you want to talk about, let us know about it. Call or text in, 501-661-1037. You can also get after us in the Astro Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And as a reminder to everybody, too, that uh, on our YouTube as well as Facebook and Twitter pages with 103.7 The Buzz, we're still streaming live, all the shows streaming live, and it's just another avenue for uh, people to uh, listen and to watch what's going on on 103.7 The Buzz, so I uh, want to remind if you haven't liked us, or subscribed to us, or followed us, whatever you need to do, make sure you make it happen on all of our social media accounts, because we're having some fun with that. Uh, a few other things, though, I know we're going to get into here in this hour, have your Razorog update, ran out of time in the previous one, but uh, we'll dive into to some of that, but... Uh, I know that uh, they're still with Razorback Sports going on. I, I thought this was a funny clip from Hunter Juracek, which, you know, ADs are always very political when it comes to how they approach fans when they go out in audiences and say, hey, this is what the school's doing, this is how great everything's going, and all of that. Uh, but I love the comment that he made uh, just in speaking in front of Razorback fans yesterday and talking about season ticket sales and, uh, well, I'll just uh, let the joke speak for itself.
2: Do we have anybody on camera? Uh, Kevin, can I say it? Can I say it? I'm going to say it, Kevin. We're about we're 45,000 on our way to 50,000 season tickets sold this year. That will be the most that we've had sold since the motorcycle accident. <laughs> <laughs> since
0: the motorcycle accident, we took a dip. Now we're back. Coach, uh Coach Pittman's got us headed in the right direction. I have forbid him from getting on motorcycles, by the
4: way. Um, so I just was like, man, just just out there. Like in one since oh, since 2011, since 2012, or since Coach Petrino uh, was it? The, no, it was just. Since the motorcycle accident is where he just straight up goes into it, I love
5: it. Oh, and and you said that was where? Where was that?
4: Uh, I, I have to look it up again. It was just a, at some sort of speaking engagement in front of fans. It was See, like that.
5: A, that's what you get, though, and that's why, huh? uh, you know, when whenever you have the ad, the coaches connecting when they go out and uh, they're able to speak at these events for fans, that that's the fun part of it. Now the problem comes in with social media and the way that everything is on camera mm-hmm. and all audio gets out there there are people that that take offense to things like that but it at one time it just stayed behind closed doors and things like that never got out and it was just about having fun and that's all hunter your check was doing there was he was still having fun the way that you always have but there's going to be somebody that takes offense to it but for the most part it was a a good joke and Uh, and people will find it funny for what it was
4: yeah it it was a simple one and and it's something where he even heard in the beginning he's like cameras cameras around here because he was was looking for because he kind of knows that it's going to be happening there but uh yeah because i'm sure that it's something to where he knows fans bring up a lot of things to him every single time that he goes out um you know the whole running joke of when they're going to go back to coke products instead of pepsi and you know, when they're going to put the slobber hog on the court. It's it's like he has fun with that because he feels like as an athletic director, I'm sure he's like, guys, I'm over here trying to trying to raise money. We're trying to get facilities built. We're trying to do all these different things. But the fans, the one thing that they always come up to me about is about switching to Coke or going and getting the slobber hog on the court. Or I'm sure in this case, you know, making jokes or saying, hey, no motorcycles on campus or something like that. So it's him having fun with the fans. And I feel like in a way, it makes him pretty relatable. It's just like, hey, listen, you know, I'm not trying to act like we're we're above anything of our of our past or here at the school or that, you know, we don't want to talk about anything or anything's taboo. It's like we are who we are. We are a school that has uh, has those things happen. And I was in the AD here, so I can uh, kind of poke a little bit fun at it and have some fun with it. it Make
5: light of something that was a bad situation, and here it is years later that it did take that amount of time to kind of get back to where you want to be with season ticket sales so it's appropriate are you surprised that the season ticket sales are as high the highest it's been for this year compared to other years i mean at at any point in time i was a little surprised yeah it could be a little surprising simply because most people take the approach of wanting to watch games at home and they have everything that they need right there at home but that's why you continue to add to the stadium experience and it was even mentioned that they're going to have uh, the club on Friday nights that's right? getting ready for the game on Saturday. So that's something that needs to be added for the overall experience to keep people going to the games.
4: Yeah, because I, I think that with what happens with those games, and depending on who you play, there will always be, like last year when you had Alabama, you had LSU at home, you had Ole Miss at home. Uh, you know, That's going to be something that draws a lot of people in, or even the year before when you had Texas. But this year, uh, you don't really have that marquee, Home game, but they've tried to find other ways to get people to come in, and, and you know, in various different uh, avenues. Which you know, I think people are excited about the season and excited about uh, you know what could be this year too. Which, uh, by the way, also it was the State of Athletics luncheon at the Chamber of Fayetteville there up okay. in Northwest Arkansas. Right. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to want to make sure we got that out there. But yeah, it was. Uh, but with the with the season upcoming, I think you know with the new changes, with KJ Jefferson coming back, with some of the expectations going on. No, and, and also having four non-conference games at home in addition to three conference games so you're talking about seven total games uh or i guess six total games in Fayetteville and the seventh one being here in Little Rock uh, i'm sure that that's also uh, played a little bit of a part into it it's just people you know being excited about it and feeling good about this year and feeling good about uh, who's coming back and also some of the changes that they've made too
5: you always want to look within the program to make the overall experience better of course you want the product on the field to be better always and uh that's going to be a goal going into every season to build upon whatever you had the last season, always building towards a championship. But the overall experience, that's something that you need to look at year in and year out at the end of the season to say, how can we continue to improve what we already have going
3: on?
4: Yeah, which, what they have going on right now, they have plenty of room for improvement, especially in the, in the defensive side of the ball and, and everything. But I think that there's, there's reasons to be hopeful. There's reasons to be excited. But, you know, it's got to get proven out there on the field. Like, I was surprised to see – actually, I went on a uh TexAg's radio this morning and was just talking with uh, Billy Lucci and some guys there from uh, Texas A&M just doing a little preview on Razorback football, and they threw a stat to me that I didn't even realize. Uh, they're like, yeah, you know, the trophy games last year that Arkansas lost against a and ampm LSU, and Missouri, which they had won all three of them before. It's like, you know, they lost those games by a total of eight points combined and they're like, you know, well, how different would the season have been or how the feeling would be for Sam Pittman if it was those games just went the other way. And I was like, I mean, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the case. It's like you could say that about a lot of games, but, you know, there's been going 6 and 6 and 9 and 3 was so marginal, but look at how people feel about going 6 and 6 and 9 and 3 and that's what they got to do better this year's, winning those close games and winning those trophy games as they make it out to be because that's what's going to make the big difference in your season and possibly be the difference in Sam Pittman sticking around and still having a job at Arkansas, too.
5: Whenever you look at Arkansas' schedule, every year there are going to be three or four swing games on that schedule. And so we saw that the year before they, they won all those games and including the bowl game at the end because, you know, you could be a 6-6 six and six team and uh and be bowl eligible but it's always going to be the difference once again in wins and losses you get to the end of the season of course you go out on a high note because you get a win and uh and you can say you won your bowl game and you're above 500 you're a 7 and 6 team but if you come out on the other side of that and uh and you become a 6 and 7 team and you lose that final game that changes how people view the way that season was. Now, of course, 7-6, and that's nothing to brag about to say that it was a great season or anything, but it ended on a high note, it ended on a win, and you got a trophy at the end of the season, which some people find that funny also, where they don't celebrate the fact of getting a trophy because of winning the bowl game, but when you combine it with winning all other trophy games throughout the season, that puts a really positive spin on it.
4: Yeah, it's for bragging rights. I mean, it's something you can hold over people and hold over teams and uh, have a little bit of pride, especially with Arkansas, when the time that they won all three of them in 2021, they had gone a long time without holding those trophies and, and being able to have them in their trophy case. And so now you're going to have an opportunity to try to win some of those back, if not all of them back this year. It's not going to be easy. So I don't think anybody's expecting it to be. But uh, this year is going to be a crucial one uh, for for Sam Pittman and for the Arkansas staff and and everybody. I mean, I don't think it's like, oh, if they go six and six, then he, he's fired. I don't know, but. Going into year four, people expect to see changes. They expect to see uh, things going in the right direction because the last thing you want to do as a coach is come in, and COVID was just COVID, you know, it was a tough year, but the last thing you want to do, especially is have your, one of your first years be the best, and you take a step back, and then you take a, another step back or stay the same, that's going to be the quickest way because then you're going the completely wrong direction, and that's way to get run out, and especially with new teams joining the conference and, uh, you know, the amount of money that's involved and everything – uh, there's a lot of pressure on this season to perform for Sam Pittman and the staff.
5: Well, it also depends on the flow of the season and how you get to 6-6. Six and six. Now, nobody would expect Arkansas to get off to a slow start simply because of the teams that they play at the beginning of the season. But if you get to 6-6 six and six in very different manners where you lose the first two games of the season and then you have some drop-off midseason and at the end you end up 6-6 six and six and then you win your bowl game, People would be accepting of that more so than if you start out six and zero, five and zero, or whatever the case may be, and then you drop that many games down the stretch. Now that's looked at in a very different aspect because as that season went on, the expectations went up. If you started off five and zero and six and zero, and then at the end of the season you end up six and six, that that makes that season viewed upon so very differently because people would expect more if you got into that season and started off like that they would expect at the end you're sitting there with 9 or 10 wins
4: yeah and also no 6 and 6 seasons are created equal you know or 7 and 5 there's a difference if uh you go 7 and 5 but one of those wins is against like an Alabama or an LSU and then you go se- or you go 7 and 5 and the only teams you beat were teams with losing records and then you had a bad finish to the year you know going we losing three straight whatever it may be like they're all can be different so that's where it's like i laugh when people are like oh you know seven and five right here is like that's there's different types of seven and five yeah there <laughs> like, is
5: that for sure
4: yeah you, you can't do it that way and uh, in fact hornet uh, tweets at us once again he says we won seven games last year not six we lost four games by a total of nine points last year and three of them were against ranked teams against a&m lsu and liberty we were literally that close to four additional wins. An LSU game was without K.J. Jefferson and Liberty, where he played hurt. I mean, I don't think anyone's you know, like having any issue with it. It's just the reality. It doesn't matter, though. you got to win the games. That's what, that's what gets you paid. That's what gets you your success rate. That's what people start amping up and getting excited about is not going out there and uh, just, just be like, well, you were close. <laughs> you know, you almost won those games. No, you got to win. You got to, you got to put it together, and you got to win. And, and that's what Arkansas has in front of them, and
5: that's the expectation that they have. But it, it just puts more of a focus on it when you think about some of those close games that could have gone the other way. Then it, it makes you think about how the season could have been a lot better if you do come out with wins. You can't go back and change it, but if you do come out with wins as opposed to losses, there it makes that season that much better. And, of course, they did have seven wins, but you're talking about the fact of winning the bowl game in the end, Mm -hmm. like we're talking about, as opposed to losing that bowl game. That makes that season viewed differently.
4: Much differently. Like,
5: if, you know, if you're talking about minus the bowl game, it's just a 6-6 and season. But when you add in the bowl game and you're talking about that additional win or loss, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot different.
4: Oh, it t- it changes the entire game too. Uh, t K tweets says says guys love the football talk. Have a question though for you. If K J and Rocket can stay healthy and have big years this year, could they possibly go down as the best quarterback running back duo in Razorback history? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean that's that's. I mean I don't know like what what's. Well, first off, it's tough to have a long tenured running back quarterback duo just because the years sometimes always don't match up. Like, uh, I think they, they'll be together three years that they played together as starters and, and everything. But, I mean, I think of back when Ryan Mallett and Al Davis, they were really good as a combo. Mad Jones, Cedric Cobbs. Very good ones. Um, I'd even say, you know, Brandon Allen and Alex Collins, at least that one year in 2015, uh, were really good. Uh, you know, we we'll are probably have to go, you know, keep going back a little bit to, I guess, with Clint Sterner and Madre Hill. I know that they kind of, you know, had a, had a good. Uh, Good thing going for the for the few, short time period that they were playing together. I don't know. I mean, that'd be tough. I'd have to think about it. But could they be? A, yeah, if they go out and win ten plus games, and KJ's like all SEC, and Rocket has fifteen hundred yard or close to fifteen hundred yards rushing or fourteen hundred whatever
5: it is, sure they could be into the mix. But possibility I, is always there. But you know, as we've mentioned, it's always about the moment. So. Yeah, if they have a, a great season, you're going to think about this is the best because you're thinking about what's happening right now and not necessarily thinking about what's happened in the past. Yeah, recent
4: bias. Recency bias is what they call that. Yeah, and that's that's something we're all uh, akin to and know all about. But uh, I think that there's just, with the quarterback-running back duos, it's always about years, not necessarily uh, all of them together. And who knows? If uh, KJ and Rocket have a great year, though, I think it would be more impressive that all – that they were able to play together for three straight years and be able to have three good seasons statistically and you know if they take that next step forward then they would at least be into the mix I don't know if they'd be considered the greatest but they'd at least be into the mix there too especially with the running back position it's just not what it used to be you know like it's not, it's not the way where it was like okay you got quarterbacks you got running backs and uh, that one running back and one quarterback. Like running backs are now by committee in a lot of cases. You got multiple ones that are going out there. So I get I get that though.
5: Quinn question. Grovey, Barry Foster, that's another one that they they makes. were
4: pretty good. I, if I remember correctly, yeah, they were they were a pretty good combo there too. So, uh, but yeah, because Arkansas has honestly had a great run of running backs. Like they've they've always had uh, a tremendous amount of, of high end running backs. But uh, the quarterbacks, not saying they haven't had great quarterbacks too, but there's just been a difference in trying to get them together and to to make the success work uh, was pretty difficult. Because if you're just taking to talking about season success, I mean Ryan Mallett and Nile Davis is the best one at least here recently. Uh, that would be there. Uh, I think that they'd at least have an at least have a say in it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a good uh, voting question. Maybe a poll question. We'll put up one day of just what people think about that too. Let's go to the phone lines. Don's in the Little Rock. What's up, Don?
3: I just want to call, man. I know the track team is losing a great coach up there. Do we know who's going to take the place? Is it going to be some of the coaches that have been there, or, or we're going to move on with some uh, new coaches, or have we heard anything? And are any, any of those guys, are they looking like they might be headed to the, uh, to the Olympics? Hey, I'll, I'll get off the phone. Thank you. I
4: appreciate it, Don. Uh, I'm not actually sure about uh, what the next move would be for coaching and and the track program up there. I'm
5: not not totally sure what it is. They're always looking for the best available candidate, and if that's somebody that's in-house that uh, that some of the current athletes have a big-time connection with, then, of course, that makes sense to make that move. But you always want to get whoever is best to keep it going there because Arkansas does have a certain tradition as far as, being highly ranked in the track program, and they're even competing for a championship as we speak here here in uh, the next few days.
4: Yeah, I mean, the program's got the expectations, and I'm sure that uh, Coach Harder's probably going to have a little bit of a say in it, or at least uh, an opinion and in, in the direction that they go, but yeah, they're going to make sure that whoever they get is a uh, an astute track coach that's going to keep on the winning tradition up there at that track program. And that's as far great. as
5: having a chance at the Olympics, they always will have a chance at the Olympics because... They do have some of the top athletes in the country. Mm -hmm. And when you have that, you're going to have people uh, competing at the highest level, which they've
4: had year in and year out. So, yeah, they'll have plenty of guys and plenty of people up there, too. Uh, Also, from the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line from the 501, says, keep in mind that last year, the close games, we didn't kick field goals when we should have. Well, that's a... a, (laughs) Oh, I can't (laughs) imagine which games you're referring to, 501. (laughs) I forgot all about those. Yeah, there was a few of those that you probably could have taken the points, but maybe that'll change this But see, that,
5: once again, that's something that the result always mm-hmm. changes how people feel about it. You go for it on fourth down, you convert, you go on the score, nobody's saying anything, no complaints there, but when it doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out, and there's a loss attached to it, yep, that's where all the complaints come in, but that's Th- that's the difference and that's kind of uh that's always going to be how it's viewed it's always going to be viewed on success or not having success
4: well think about uh, the texas a&m game and missing the go- the game winning field goal there jumping uh, pop- popping off the top of the upright That still to this day i've never seen that happen if that field goal goes in and Arkansas wins that game like there's no tone how different the season is looked at you go seven and five at the worst and people are feeling much better about it. And who knows? Maybe it's much better the rest of the way. Maybe the season goes a, a lot better that way, too. Um, also from the 501 says, don't forget old school Montgomery and Burnett. Yeah, going old, way old school back there uh, with those two guys as far as a quarterback and running back duo. That's another good one, too. So, yeah, I think it's a good question. It's a good little discussion. We'll raise back football because it'll be here before we know it, especially with SEC Media Days being here in about a month Five weeks, something like that. So we'll be excited when that comes around, being in Nashville. And we'll get it tuned up. It's going to be before, uh, here before you know it. But either way, we got Oh, take a break. I know we got some calls coming in. We'll get to your phone calls on the other side. We also will do your razor Hog update presented by True Service. And we will keep it moving here on Out of Bounds on a wide open Wednesday. So stay with us.
1: Care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. Sports Center. In Major League Baseball news, Rangers ace Jacob DeGrom will miss the remainder of the season, undergoing Tommy John surgery. The 34-year-old last pitched on April 28th. The Rangers currently sit atop the ALS with a 40-20 record, four and a half games ahead of the Astros. In NBA news, CBS released their latest first-round mock draft. Anthony Black was projected to go 8th overall, while Nick Smith Jr. was projected to go 21st overall. The NBA draft is 15 days away. The NBA Finals Game 3 will be tonight. The Heat and the Nuggets are tied at 1-1 with the series now heading to Miami. Tip is set for 7.30. The game can be heard on The Buzz. TV coverage will be on ABC. And arguably the greatest soccer player of all time, Lionel Messi, is coming to Major League Soccer and taking his talents to South Beach as he agreed to join Inter-Miami. Messi reportedly chose Miami over FC Barcelona, where he spent 20 years of his career and also playing in Saudi Arabia. I'm Christian Weaver with The Buzz Radio Network. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive,
0: it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored, self-inject, at-home testosterone treatments for 155 bucks a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, no problem. Low-T Center makes it easy to get started. Only your first two visits are in person, and they're quick and painless. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. low O.T. Center, reinventing men's health
2: Sayonara, adios, que sera, sera, No matter how you say it, it all means goodbye to yet another Gravely Mower Spring
0: Tour. And what better place for morning mayhem to close it out than Sheridan at MPE. That's right, it all wraps up this Friday morning, live from beautiful Sheridan, Arkansas, from
2: 6 till 10, until next spring. Heslip Concrete needs CDL drivers for eight locations in Central Arkansas. Start Monday, get paid Friday. Paid time off, great benefits, plus incentive pay. Looking for stable employment with a
0: growing company? Don't delay. Apply today. ConcreteDrivers.net. That's (laughs) ConcreteDrivers.net.
2: This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen.
0: See Shelter Agent Vic Seidenschwartz in Carlisle, Lawrence Forrester and Cabot, or Hayden
2: Strickland in Sherwood.
0: com same great deals all new location for hogs meat market in north little rock at 3901 jfk boulevard call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at hogs meat market the steak people you're listening to out of bounds with john neighbors and joe franklin swing ground ball base hit right center field Brady Slavens sparks this team to Omaha, and the roadshow continues for the Arkansas Razorbacks. A 4-3 win come from behind style in the ninth inning. The Razorbacks dogpiling on the field here in Chapel Hill with their 11th trip to the College World Series, and you can call them the
3: Omaha's
0: on 103.7 The Buzz.
4: Bounds on a wide open Wednesday, and folks, let me tell you about Guatnie Chevrolet and their great deals going on right now. It is the place to buy your new vehicle, where they have such a great selection, great inventory, no matter what type of vehicle you're looking for. You want a Chevy Silverado, they got it. You want a Suburban, they got it. You want you a full size vehicle, they got it. They got it all, and it's not just new, but it's also pre owned vehicles too. The summer is officially here. You want to get you something new, something nice and something that you can take care of yourself not only for you, but also for the family, Guani Chevrolet is the place. You can go there right now in Jacksonville. It's conveniently located off the Gregory Street exit, 1301 TPY Drive. And the best thing about them is not only will you get a great sales experience, but you will also have great service there. When you take your vehicle back, they remember you, they take care of you, and they make sure that they get you set up with your vehicle by any means necessary. So no matter what it is, when it comes to your vehicle buying needs, Guatney Chevrolet has you covered. You can shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com as well. But, hey, just go over there, see it for yourself off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville with Guatney Chevrolet. Uh, we'll have your Razor Hog update here in just a little bit, and uh, something that I know uh, Randy had that uh, Joe has also handed to me before the show started talking about Razorback baseball and some of the players that will be potentially back on the roster next year as well as the freshmen uh, and some of the incoming high school guys. I didn't realize that some, that's how highly touted some of these guys are on this list that are coming in. Um, the Walker Martin kid and the Aiden Miller kid especially, those are like right now I just looked up on the uh, MLB.com prospects. Both those guys are top 30. And uh, in the case of uh, what Aiden Miller is, you're talking about a dude that is literally, uh, in some people's minds, a top 10 pick. So we'll see if that happens, but yeah, it just goes to show you that some of these guys may make it to campus, may may not make it to campus, but they at least have some talented guys that could potentially come in to the baseball team next year too.
5: So, and that, that's kind of what's expected every year for baseball recruiting. You want to recruit the best players that are there, but you realize that there's a chance they may not make it to campus and. Uh, you know, you have to deal with Major League Baseball if they wanted to go that route, but you still have to recruit the best players. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think you always have
4: to do that because you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't. Uh, the Walker Martin kid, though, I'm really hoping he comes. He's an infielder, as uh, he's uh, he actually got to meet him last year uh, during the tailgating of Razorback football, and he tweeted out that he can't wait to join the team next year. So, whatever that means, <laughs> doesn't know. What he's means saying the right things. Team. Yeah, oh yeah, he is. I mean, I'm not. I don't think yet he will show up, but, man, it would be really cool if he did. And uh, At least he has options if, if he wants to go and uh, try his hand at majors or mm, take his talents to Fayetteville. Either way, I'm sure it will be a, a good decision for him in his next step forward. Uh, let's go to the phone lines, Jake's and Cabot. What's up, Jake?
3: Hey, Freak. Hey, John. Good afternoon to you guys, man. Uh, love the show as always. John, i, I got to start out saying, really, um, I like your kind of uh, – I don't know how else to say it. It kind of like your walk and talk like Trey Biddy does to the hog pen. Uh, oh. When you were doing, you know, your stuff on social media, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. So you did a good job on that.
4: Well, thanks. Uh, uh, it was really weird getting with some of those weird people out there in the hog pen. They're very strange. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're very passionate, well, but they are very right, strange, and yeah. I love them.
3: Hey, right, dude, they got good food, though.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. They have that going for them.
3: But, uh, hey, I want to say something. So you can't mention Davis and and people seem to forget what an absolute freak of nature this kid was. Okay? Um, So I'm going to remind you. He ran 4.38 at the combine and just for good measure came back the second time and ran 4.37. This is a guy that's 5'11", 227 pounds and benched 225 31 times. And you want to see the fastest kickoff return you've ever seen in your life, watch that one of him in the Kansas City uniform from nine yards deep in the end zone. That dude was, I I mean, I know he didn't make it in the NFL, but that dude was one of the most freak athletes I've ever seen in my life. And it's just not, you know, I, I don't even know how to comprehend it. And I think, you know, Rocket Sanders is a great, great running back, and I hope we get uh Dominic Johnson back this year too to help him out. But I don't yeah, I, I I'm sorry, man. You you gotta prove something to me to put put him in the same class as that or dmac or something else. I mean and yeah you know, I know we're talking about a combination of, of quarterback and running back and you know you don't have you typically don't have the two for very very long together. But I'm just saying Nile Davis was a beast. R.W. Three was a beast. If injuries hadn't hurt him, who knows what would have happened because that guy, to me, was in the same mold of, uh, as Nile Davis. So I'd just like to hear you guys think, you know, talk about that. Now Davis, I mean, it, it, there were there were offensive defensive linemen that weren't even touching him on the bench press. That's unreal, you know, for being 5'11", 227. And throwing it up 31 times—that's incredible—and then running a 4:37. Yeah, his
4: Again, his whole thing was, was just uh, yeah. his whole thing. As I remember coming out of high school, he had a pretty bad knee, uh, leg injury, and a lot of people were yeah. saying that he would have been uh, a bona fide five star if he didn't have to be out for his senior year, and because uh, it, it was uh, pretty significant. And at Arkansas, I think it was after his freshman year and sophomore year, he played a little bit here and there, but. His junior year in, in 2010, or I guess his sophomore year in 2010, uh, he was electric, and that's where he ran for 1,400 yards, with the majority yeah, of it came absolutely. in the last eight games. And then the next year and, in 2011, he got hurt again and was out for the year. So just he had a lot, to, he yeah, had to deal with a lot yeah. of injuries, which was unfortunate.
3: It's nothing against the great D Mac or Felix Jones or Alex Collins or anybody else or Montreal Hill or anybody else. But I'm just saying that a lot of people seem to look over Nile Davis and how special he really was when he was healthy. And so, yeah, I just wanted to put it out there to you guys and hear your thoughts on it. That's about it, man. Go Hogs, and y'all have a good day. Mm -hmm.
5: Jake, you mentioned how Nile Davis didn't have the pro career, but that was something that he always battled. There were always injuries. He had moments, but there were always injuries that kind of held him back with his pro career. So that was something that he battled going back to high school and uh, throughout his college career and NFL career. He played for the Chiefs. Didn't he play for the Steelers for a little played bit too? Played for the too? Chiefs and yeah. Steelers. Uh, played for a couple of other teams. Yeah, I mean,
4: yeah, he had his moments there for sure. Uh, but, you know, another player, when you talk about players, I'm gonna get talked about enough. And I'm not saying this player needs to be into the mix, but it just made me think of it. You know, Raleigh Williams was another guy that had a really great year but due to the weird freak injury that he had and, and, and having to be held out, he was just never able to, to get back to it and follow his dream of the NFL and everything. But, man, he was one of those guys that I think uh, back in 2016 rushed for well over 1,000 yards and had that one game against Mississippi State where he had like 270 yards rushing. Uh, so he was another player that just uh, kind of gets forgotten about. But
5: And Niall Davis is still fairly young. You know how old he is? Oh, don't tell me.
4: Is he 33? 31. 31. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That, that, that was, <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess it doesn't seem that. But that makes sense. That adds up because I guess it's twenty eleven. Yeah. Wow. That's craziness. Does he, is he playing anywhere? Is he doing anything? Or is it just kind of, I don't know, if maybe like an XFL team or USFL team maybe picked him up or anything like that. But
5: No, I think he's put football behind him at this mm. point. Uh, the last time he played was 2018. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah, he's one of the few players I remember wearing the number seven, too, that played for Arkansas. Kind of, a, kind of his own unique thing, too. But, yeah, dude had the speed, had the power, had everything. If he just, again, would have stayed healthy. But that's the unfortunate thing of uh, of uh, injuries and what they get from you. Also, a uh, First Arkansas Banking Trust text line says, uh, from Kevin from Toll, it says, wasn't Wingo and Niall Davis in the same class? I think Wingo came in higher rated also. And, yeah, they were in the same class. Uh, but, uh, and, every, and I think Wingo, everyone thought that, he was going to be the next big thing and uh he was great at wheel routes but just could never uh find any sort of rhythm there into the into the team and uh, getting it going but wheel routes and jet sweeps yep yep he was really good at that and DeAnthony curtis i don't know if he's the same class but he was around there too highly regarded running back coming out of high school here locally in state uh but he could just never get it going either but man they had a lot of good uh, good talented uh running backs seemed like four stars all of them coming out of high school there too
5: that that's the difference in getting great running backs on campus you can kind of share the load but when you get quarterbacks they all can't play so somebody's going to be unhappy yeah i feel like with
4: bielma too like he had that whole thing where he's like i'm going to assign a quarterback every single time it's like when he says that it's like it's funny because it's like yeah you got them but man you got way too many of them all of them's gonna start transferring out which they did eventually but still i guess it's better to have too many than not enough All right, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor update, presented by True Service.
2: Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you.
0: Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net.
4: It's going to be a quick Razor Hog update because there's honestly not a whole lot going on, but I will say, though, that Hunter Yerchek will be speaking to congressmen this week in Washington, D.C., about name, image, and likeness, so that's quite the honor for him. But also, congratulations to Hagan Smith, earning his first team All-American honors by collegiate baseball. And also, with the 2024 schedule coming up for the Razorback football team, the only guaranteed conference game right now is Missouri. That's it. Doesn't mean that the game is going to be guaranteed in Arlington against a and which, boy, that could cause some controversy and some problems if that ends up happening. But uh, we'll see when the schedule comes out uh, here over the next few months. Hopefully we get a better idea of it once Texas and Oklahoma join. So there you have it. There's your Razor update presented by True Service. And we got to take a break because when we come back, we are going to get to three and out, close up shop, and get you ready for Drive Time Sports all next year on Out of Bounds.
0: And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out
2: while I got my oil change, but I went to take five, and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela,
0: you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I
2: guess love really is blind. (laughs) No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil changes faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change.
0: The FedEx St. Jude Championship returns to TPC Southwind, August 9th through the 13th. Don't miss your chance to witness the top 70 players from the PGA Tour season battle it out in the first event of the FedEx Cup Playoffs. Only 50 players will make it through Memphis. Don't miss your chance to watch the drama unfold. Daily grounds and upgraded ticket options are on sale now at FedExChampionship.com the year is almost halfway over and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints, so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally. The treatment is truly revolutionary. Patients across central Arkansas are having life changing results, and there's no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, your back, your shoulders, your hips, you need to stop what you're doing right now and call QC Kinetics for a free consultation 501 222 8440. 501 222 8440. Once again, that number 501 501- 222 So, you're in the
2: market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430.
0: RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank and Chris people are still looking for lending options and you guys have it. You know RJ whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending we're ready to help. And Chris if you're not in the market for a loan right now but you just have general banking needs you guys have that covered as well. We have world class respected products and highly competitive rates all delivered by people that you know on a first name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank member FDIC equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Arkansas
2: attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the employee retention tax credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partner with local qualified CPAs and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us at 501-352-9497. 501-352-9497. That's 501-352-9497. Court
0: TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem, courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103-7 The Buzz. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the Steak People.
2: Okay, is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over?
0: nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for 3 and Out. It's been three hours, and we are... Boom. Out of here.
4: All right, it is time for 3 and Out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, First off, inside the NFL, uh, I know that this has been a show that... Because uh, that that was the one that had, like, Dan Marino on it, I believe, and had been around for a while. Uh, but they got dropped by Paramount Plus, and now they're going to be on the CW, and they're seeking new hosts and new producers and everything, which uh, I was a little surprised because I'm like, man, I felt like that was such a, a big product, and I don't know why anybody would drop it. I don't know if I'm sure there was a, a reason behind it, but... Uh, that was always something that I remember, you know, watching on occasion. Knowing it was a big deal, so it's got it's now on CW though. So if you're going to be trying to watch on Paramount Plus, you're going to have to go over to CW and see it. Anyway. It
5: was on HBO for years, moved to Showtime, and then most recently when Paramount overtook everything, they put it on there. But you could still see it on Showtime, right? But last year it was streaming only, mm-hmm. and so now they've made the move. But this probably works better because. It was hard to find last year on Paramount where you could only go for that week and get, you know, that week's um, episode of it. And if you tried to go back for any previous episodes, you couldn't find it. Like when you go mm. to a streaming service, you can find any of the episodes that are put out there, but they didn't do that for inside the NFL. And so maybe it was a matter of they knew what the next step was and they just didn't put it all out there. You could only view one episode at a time. And, uh, but now it'll be more accessible and easier to find. Mm. Now it is surprising to say that they're going to go with new hosts because James Brown has been the host forever. And then they've had contributors like Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis. They've been longtime contributors. And Julian Edelman within the past couple of years has been a guy that's been on quite a bit. Brandon Marshall has been around for a while. So that is interesting to think that they're just going to start fresh and go with new hosts and... And new analysts altogether. Phil Sims has been yeah. on there for a number of years.
4: Yeah, I, w- I was surprised to see that too. Which I get going with the new host, but who are they going to get? How's it going to go? Don't really know. But yeah, it's it's they're going to continue it on. It's just going to be on the CW this time around.
5: Brown's running back Nick Chubb said he's playing this season for Jim Brown. He says about their relationship being able to know him was definitely special, definitely a blessing. Being drafted here and playing after such a great running back was a blessing. Now Jim Brown famously said and and you did see him have connections with certain players in that browns organization and especially running backs but he famously said about trent richardson when the browns drafted him don't see anything special about him so that was something that uh jim brown saw in trent richardson just from looking at him as a college player that nobody else saw but immediately he said that about him and then of course The way that his career played out, everybody else was like, okay, well, Jim Brown knows what he's talking about, and he saw it before anybody else. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously Jim Brown knows a lot more than me, but I was shocked to
4: see uh, Trent Richardson not have at least somewhat of a career in the NFL, but, man, it it, it ended up turning down real quick. And actually, speaking of uh, the Cleveland Browns, people are pumped up and excited because uh, Deshaun Watson in his mini camp, his stat line, 10 red zone plays, 9 touchdowns, 0 incompletions. You're like, he's back, he's ready to roll, he's, he's, he's getting it done. And I know that uh, with all the stuff that happened with him off the field and he's trying to get back in, in the good graces and move forward with it, uh, the Browns are going to be a team that's going to be interesting to watch now that he has a full offseason to go with him, and he's got some weapons around him too and seeing if they can take that next step. That division's going to be really tough, but Deshaun Watson, if you're a Browns fan, has been apparently looking pretty good in OTA so far.
5: So the PGA Tour, the big story was PGA Tour and Live merging and making the agreement but the other part of it was the dp world tour and uh so they had also spoke out about the merger and the possibilities there with the Ryder cup coming up but they took a different stance here where they say there's been several suggestions by the joint committee to end further litigation between the parties this also means that sanctions between players who broke the regulations will be waived that is not the case Mm. and suspensions and fines previously imposed remain effective so what they're saying here is that any players that left the dp world tour that weren't eligible for the Ryder cup at the time they're still not going to be eligible for the Ryder cup as it stands right now Mm. see so
4: I've, I've always wondered about the merger with all those other leagues and and how it like formed and everything is it is it just because the Live and PGA are the biggest ones and those are the only ones that get talked about, I guess, enough? Cause I well, feel they, like
5: they got headlines as yeah. far as, as DP World Tour. The headline was there, but it's because of the bumping heads between Live and PGA that that's what everybody focused on and really wanted to talk about.
4: Yeah, well, there's a lot more to it there, too. Uh, so kind of a, a funny thing. I always find it weird with the fans in the stands, especially baseball fans. If you went out in the hog pen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone's got a thing. Everyone's got their own little shtick. But also, uh, people got a really fascinating personality. Well, there was one that was in the Cleveland Guardians game. A Cleveland Guardians fan that definitely uh, had some interesting things. Where he was caught on video just sitting there in the middle of the game in of the ballpark, eating a eating mustard out of a tub of mustard. You know, like when you go to the concessions and they have those squeeze things that you just push down the squeeze and it goes on your hot dog. I guess he took one of those. And he was literally eating mustard with a spoon. That was it. Listen, if you're one of those people, that's fine and dandy, but I'll I'll never understand going around that route. Just get you on a hot dog or something like that, but just to eat the mustard on a hot day in baseball just sounds very unappealing to me. But apparently that's what this uh, Cleveland Guardians fan likes to do when he goes to games.
5: Pete Davidson was on Entertainment Tonight recently and uh, promoting Transformers. And he was asked about the Staten Island Ferry that he and Colin Jost bought a year ago. And they spent 280000 for it. So the question was, are you going to throw an after-party on board the Staten Island Ferry? And his response was, yeah, probably if it's not sunk. I have no idea what's going on with that thing. Me and Colin were very stoned when we bought it. So we're just kind of figuring it out. Oh, my goodness. Now, Joseph is the one. He's
4: married to Scarlett Johansson, right? Yeah. Is that the one? Okay, yeah. Well, I also saw a video randomly of Pete Davidson playing basketball, and he's apparently really good at basketball. Like, I mean, as good as you could be for just playing pickup games. But I saw that. He was pretty good at it. Uh, So in Japan, you know, Pizza Hut, a very big company, and they're worldwide. Well, they apparently debuted a wiener coffee pizza. That's right, wiener coffee. It comes topped with coffee sauce and cream cheese and features a crust lined with wiener sausages. It was originally a joke, but they made it and apparently it's a huge seller. I don't know. I guess and I'll try different pizzas and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty experimental when it comes to the foods I like. But uh, coffee sauce, cream cheese, wiener sausages, calling it a pizza, it doesn't seem like it's very appealing. But apparently people in Japan just absolutely love it.
5: There's a driver in New Mexico who had a string of bad luck. So he was pulled over. Initially a traffic stop for a seatbelt violation. During that viol- during that stop they found out that switched the the license plate so you had a switch tag there. But then the officer's asked if they could have consent to search the vehicle. And at that moment they uh, were giving consent. They saw a Cheetos bag there. So, you know, an open Cheetos bag, somebody's just enjoying a snack. Uh-huh. Then they found meth in the Cheetos bag. So Just from the initial stop where this guy, all he had to do was put his seatbelt on, that drew attention because he didn't have it on, and then they found everything else uh, as far as switching the tag and meth inside a Cheetos bag.
4: See, that just shows you. you got to clean out your vehicles. Folks don't have the trash laying around there, or else cops are going to think that there's meth in there. Uh, Also, a study has shown that 22% of grown adult men have slept with a stuffed animal as an adult. I am not one of those people. I hopefully don't know anyone that's done that, but if you've done that... Kudos to you, but probably don't tell anybody in a study that you've been sleeping with a stuffed animal at the ripe old age of 18 and above. Kind of a little bit strange there, but either way. Appreciate everybody listening in out of bounds. Today, for Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon, stay tuned, folks. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next.
2: It's Justin acre for Pro Painters and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at CertiPro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly but it is starting to fill up fast so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Pro. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at